I haven't seen you since the play. you can begin a conversation about dune is you all have to do some like low rumbling <laughs> some some throat singing <laughs> some fucked some absolutely Tibetan throat singing, some, i don't know fucked, wow. yeah just some fucked up like symphonic score but done <laughs> in the style of satan's army pentatonics uh like <laughs> Gag, that is so funny holy shit that's hilarious oh my god um, yeah yeah, wow. the the fallen angels pentatonic. Yeah, like, where, Jesus what what a rise the, and fall. Although they're also, honestly the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was pentatonic. The thing is, they blew the fuck up, and like nobody ever could. And now so they are huge. just they they make all of their money during Christmas time every year. Yeah, and and then they just do their tour and they vibe. I I love that for them. I mean, good for them. You know, like, it's, the, it's, the Mar- <laughs> it's the Mariah Carey business model, right? It's like, that <laughs> oh, is, every know. year, she fucking rakes it in hand over fist it's during always, Christmas yeah, time, now, and then she subsists her. for the rest of the year, right? And then that, and hey, much like, much like, you know, retail businesses, right? <laughs> you make all your fucking money around Christmas, and you use them. It's so you use stupid. that to stretch it out for the rest of the year. So it's retail, Mariah Carey, Pentatonix. <laughs> but what we were going to talk about, <laughs> what we were going to talk about before we talked about the the unholy triumvirate, the three signs of the apocalypse, um, <laughs> was that you have finally, finally seen Dune. How did you see Dune? How did I when see, and where? That is a good question that I don't think I'm legally allowed to answer on recording. I see. I see. Well, we will kind of sweep... Sweep that question under the rug. Um, we, we will we will get that out of there. So uh, yes, you have finally seen have the twenty twenty one sci fi epic. It's it's an epic. It Dude. is it is stunning. in the true sense of the word. It is a fucking literally big it's, epic. So I I mean I knew a few things going. On. First of all, I read Dune. I read, read it book. like a year ago now, maybe almost two. And okay. so you know your Quitsatch Hadrack. You know your Muad'Dib. You I knew know, you that was know going from. On. I understood yeah. everything immediately, um, which was wild because the pacing of this movie is absolutely unreal. It is, it's, <laughs> it's so bizarre. It is the most bizarre pacing I've ever experienced. And it reminds me exactly of the book where nothing feels. Yeah. It feels. Everything feels like this. Like I like like it should like it goes by super fast, uh, and everything like 
be it feels glacial and rapid at the at same, the same time. time at the same time at the same it's time so, where you're like so much is anything going on time. is anything exactly but, it's like is anything going on is anything happening and then you turn back 10 pages and you're like we are making progress no it's, it's, it's just it is it is a lofty insurmountable amount of small yet not indiscernible changes and yes. those small changes add up so bizarrely. No, it's crazy. I'm watching it, and I was like, I'm trying to think. I'm like, because I'm trying to remember. Okay, what happens next? What happens next? I was like, yeah, that is what happens next. And I was like, wait, does this happen here already? Does this Are happen we already, already at this? We're right already at this here? point. Oh my god! Like whoa! Uh, in my, you know, because I I have started reading the book. Mm-hmm. I'm about. I'm about to the point where the movie ends, basically. Like I've gotten to, yes. you know, okay, and spoilers for Dune. Click expect, through if when you don't I heard want. they were doing it in two parts, I knew exactly where they were going to cut it, and I was right. For sure, yeah. It it seemed like, again, having only read half the book and only seen one of the movies, I'm like, that's a pretty good way to end a movie. That seems like you know, that's I if mean, you. Like, it's interesting. No, it's a two parter. Yes, it's definitely a two parter. Um, I think could I have seen a little bit more in this as part one? Yes. Did they like, like, like I would have wanted to see a just past. I expected it to go just mm-hmm. past the point that they did. Sure. And then there was like a pretty large time jump in the book as well. This gotcha. seems like what they did is they, it seems like they kind of just like said, you're got, you've already gotten what you needed. Yeah. So we're just going to do the time jump. Um, it's, it's fast. It's really, impre- the thing that's impressive about it is it, it's written like fucking anthropologically. Like it is so, it is not. This guy wasn't a writer. This guy was like a historian. So he just... no. The way Herbert writes these fucking book is so bizarre. So it's strange. like, and and it, so the it, for instance the the thing that is really sticking out to me mm. is that like we get this assassination attempt. We learn essentially instantly who did it, but the book is still spending like fifty pages of our main characters like guessing who it is. And I understand that there is like you can do that sort of sense of dramatic irony, but he's not concerned whether or not the dramatic irony has stakes. It's written in a way as if it is not dramatically ironic. Does that make sense? No, yeah, he, everything say? is deeply understated. It's, it's, it's not like yeah. this, this didn't happen because this is dramatic. This, this happened because it happened. It's so, sure. It's so, it's so clinical and so bizarre. Yeah. And that's exact. That's the thing that's so wild is when you watch this, you're watching these lofty ideas being presented so clinically. It's, 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 it's bizarre. It's fascinating. It really works in one of the, one of the interpretations that I heard recently that I thought, uh, and I also, I'll get back to this point in a second, but Kevin, I believe the point you were just talking about, they changed that a little bit from the book too, didn't they? Yeah, they, I mean, they draw, I I think as much as I'm enjoying the book, I think every choice of adaptation that they made was correct. I think in every, basically every instance, everything that they translated or moved around felt right for a movie and made it more uh, structurally right. sound. Like for as me, a, as the big film. one that I noticed was they got rid of, there's this, oh, it was such a cool scene, but they didn't need it uh, uh, when they first get to Arrakis. And they mm-hmm. find that, that green room in their house. This is in the book. Yes, yeah, they, they find the green like, room. There's they, a lot in the book of 
the Lord Atreides, especially, like, mm -hmm. looking around at the state of the royal, you know, this, this compound on Arrakis and how, like, people are specifically deprived of water except for them like the right, the palace exactly. is they, they, fucking they, they wet. establish the power dynamic <laughs> in much more uh, individual means in the book and i think yes. with a visual medium like this movie they're able to tell a lot of that in half a second by just exactly what the shot it's, is. it's honestly a similar problem that it, that often occurs when you're adapting a musical where, like, in a musical, you need, like, a four-minute song to express a character's feeling. In a movie, one shot of them reacting can accomplish the exact same thing, you know? <laughs> it's in so, like, they just, like, seeing this dry-ass place... Are you place... saying Dune the musical is coming? That's what I'm hearing. Okay, all right. Let's workshop. Um, but um, let's, I, you know, I think there's, I think there's ground here. I think there's something, you know, seeing, you know, like when they did King Kong, the musical, but it's like the fucking uh, Shai Haloud, you know what I mean? Like a huge puppet. I think there's an, like a big Audrey 2 sandworm and it sings. We'll talk, we'll talk. I'll talk to my puppeteer fort. people. You'll talk to your puppeteer people. Perfect. 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 Um, but, but uh, what the fuck was I saying? But the you don't need to underline that as strongly no. in the movie because we can see the fucking desert and then we see their comfy lives right and what they that's did, all we the need. way that they handled that scene i mean there was a really fascinating uh moment with uh like the communication between paul and his mom and the way that the bene Gesserit teachings uh, uh -huh. like the secrecy of it and the code of it which i thought was very fascinating to read that is not in there uh but they kind of demonstrate it in a little bit of a cooler way. I get, I don't they know. They added that breakfast scene where they're talking about using the voice, which is not really, not really right. in the book. Right. That's and not really in that... the, they kind of take, they do that so that when they're in the, the, the ornithopter, the heli... it, it's exactly. a little easier to under, follow what's going on. It's been, Smart, it's been set I up. That is what we call showing... planted payoff. Right. right. Exactly. Okay. But what I saw, they did instead of doing that, that green room thing mm -hmm. from the book, which I thought was very cool, um, and I wish they had kept the like secret message in the leaves like thing. Very, very, very. That cool. was really cool. That was so cool. That was they really that, cool. Which was like, okay, whatever, that's fine, you know. That's uh, fine. But what they did to kind of represent that, uh, I thought was was really smart, and it was the the guy watering the the palm trees. Yes, an uh, added scene, but uh, that accomplishes, you know, like the whole. Thing that with the greenhouse, but the in a much more that, interesting way. That established way. to us exactly the other, what the rest of that green room moment accomplishes, which is the idea of there has been science done, and they also and they do it again later when they when they are finally in in the um in the, their their underground system where they see the science uh -huh. and they do that. The, it was it's more effective to demonstrate it as something that um, the Fremen are the ones that have control over as opposed to yet another thing that the people in power have, right? It, it, it makes it yes. seem much more connected to the planet and the people that actually belong there, which I really appreciate it and respect. Um, but it also like, like the, the idea of having a worker, someone there watering these, mm -hmm. these things to made it immediately. You understand because like that, the, the green room, there's a moment with Paul where he, he's like, this feels wrong, like that we have this. Yeah. This feels wrong. And we still get that moment um, from Paul, but what we now also get mm -hmm. 
is someone when the worker is saying no like this this need it's it was no longer that was no longer about excess right it showed the relationship that that they had with the the water it just it was a really smart connective move i i can't quite explain it it really it accomplished multiple things at the same time both as a work of adaptation and Mm -hmm. as a cinematic piece unto itself which is hey that's good screenwriting did they Um, did they get like a massive studio and just inundate it with sand or did they go out into sand dune like how did like it i know probably a combination of both you know it's it's probably yeah my god yeah the scope and the scale of this Mm -hmm. Yeah, as as just a piece of filmmaking, right? Like the 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 incredible, you know, Denny Villeneuve, obviously known for the cinematography of his movies, but like it's stunning. truly, this is. I mean, this is the most fucking stunning like desert cinematography since like Lawrence of Arabia. You know, like this. This is what I talk about an epic, and I like the cinematic capital E epic. This their feel the the images and the story here have actual scope and scale. They yeah. they actually feel big. They feel weighty when these fuck. It's like right. they're. It's so easy for and I I don't mean to always like keep dragging it on the mud, but it's so easy for these like CGI heavy no, yeah. sci-fi and action yeah, 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 movies yeah. to feel to feel weightless to feel like. When oh a guy throws a car at another guy, mm-hmm. it just like that doesn't feel like fucking. It's the anything. it's the it's the it's the Superman fight scene problem. Is you have two people who are flying, <clears throat> and they're just fighting in the air. It's there's only one. It's it, like what, it, there's there's no stakes anymore because what, what's going to happen? Oh, right. what, they they have to come to the ground. Like and it, it and it doesn't feel there's no tactility to it. There's right. no weight to it. And you know you can find these problems in any number of. Uh, sure. big movies, you know, uh, but to, to, to what have you, like there's, there's actual scope, there's actual scale. I also think universally across the board, this movie is, uh, remarkably well cast, uh, oh from, the, from the cast is perfect I and they're all is, completely I mean, dialed honest, in to these, these interpretations of these characters, right? It's I think like, this it's is all... one of the best things I've seen Timothy Chalamet in. I uh, well, agree. Mm-hmm. I, I walked out going, I don't know if he was good in this movie, but I don't know if anyone Could've could be because Paul is, it's tough because there's not a lot there. Um, right. I think he did what was required of him, especially when they took out, again, like we mentioned before, all these kind of like... Uh, these these moments where him or Lord Atreides have these like internal monologues where they're like, I'm gonna fix Dune. This isn't right. I feel you know I I called it Dune. Uh, I'm gonna fix Arrakis. Like I I can do it. These people that you know it's like okay we're giving our monarchs maybe a little like too much credit for their altruism here. But he plays it fine. I mean I still prefer him in a, a Little Women a no uh, I was gonna Bird, say I, I think a French Dispatch is, is, is his he's like, so good as like, Laurie in Little Women he's dumb. so fucking it's good. dumb it's, it's dumb it's, it's aggravating <laughs> it's, it's genuinely dumb how good he is no it's real uh, for real it's, um, it's fucked up how, how excellent he is in this movie and I like that like you know everyone kind of has to have their big franchise that they're in these days and I think this was this was a good call 
I, well, for I mean, his, until, until that fucking Willy Wonka one comes out, and that's oh, going to be the Jesus one that he's Christ, known for. I, for. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. I, we don't need to talk about it. It's okay. We we truly don't need to discuss the Willy, <laughs> but, the hot young Wonka prequel film oh that they're God. making. Uh, it but, is, like, in production. It cannot be stopped now. <laughs> right. I mean, here's the thing. Yeah, this cast in Dune is Unbelievable. perfection. It is so Jason good. Momoa. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Momoa, awesome. Great job. Love what a, him. What a what a wow. He's he's doing the Jason Momoa thing it's that good. we all now like him for. He's playing Aquaman, but he's on a desert this time. <laughs> Unlike that that sequence in Aquaman where he was in a desert. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but he's back in it again. We have uh, 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 oh god, Great. oh no, Rebecca Ferguson as Je- I think she's just incredible as, in this movie she, as as Lady Jessica. Oh my god, uh, <gasps> no, she she I I could she's not unbelievable. Give her how much I loved her in this. She's one like, of my favorite her... like working actors right now. I think she's so interesting. Give her everything. She's amazing. Give her everything. She's fucking unbelievable in those Mission Impossibles. I hear she's good in Doctor Sleep, but I have not gotten around mm-hmm. to that movie. Um, she was even good in that terrible Hugh Jackman movie, Reminiscence, that I saw earlier this year. Oh, okay. Um, but she was <laughs> Oh good. my god, she I just... forgot that they made that. What a striking screen presence she is. There's yeah. something about her that is so interesting. And then you have, you know, you got fucking Josh Brolin coming in, small job. role as but Gurney, killing it. Uh, Oscar Isaac, killing it. Uh, fucking, uh, uh Javier Bardem. And I know we <laughs> don't get a lot of her, but Zendaya... Gives such a powerful and nuanced performance. She holds the very screen, which would be very difficult to do in a role that gets as little to do as this character does in this film. It's really impressive how, just what, I mean, okay. I've always, it's interesting. I've always loved Zendaya, but like early career, I wasn't, you know, I mean, you're young, you're coming out of being on a Disney show, like acting is difficult and it's a process and we grow and we learn. So I've always been impressed by her, but seeing her in this, I was like, oh, Zendaya can fucking act. (laughs) Like this is no joke. Zendaya is like here. Zendaya is showing up and I cannot wait to see her absolutely eat part two. Oh my god she's gonna do it i am oh, not i'm not so good. i am not fully bought into the zendaya thing but i've really only seen her in them their spider-man movies so i this those. is she's fine, those, she's, but they're the she's fine. i mean that's what they are you know that's she's fine. fine she's not really asked to do a lot you know it's kind of like a one-dimensional performance but that's the character that i mean written, she you know. bought, she has made it's, the role something she's different got like personality she's, her, she's her funny off, i think the know? thing that's exciting about her is her off-screen personality affects decisions that people make and she sure is partly responsible for why MJ is portrayed the way MJ is portrayed. It seems and I like think she that has that's a significant influence. cultural marker for like mm-hmm. specifically for like women and femmes. You know, I think it's like very sure. very impressive what she's done with that. But yeah, it's Spider Man. You're not going there because you're like, I want to see the best acting in the world. You're going there to see a bunch of British people play Americans. It's fucked up what they've done, this colonization that they've done of <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, so Doctor Strange spoilers. <laughs> Doctor Just Strange. let him be British. I don't understand. Just let him be let him be British. Um, Just let him be British. I don't understand. I mean you got two fucking Spider Mans that are British. <laughs> Yeah, fuck. Th- what the fuck is They're happening? supposed what to is be this? from, like, New York, and they're Th- like, you know what? That is, what we're gonna do? That is why Toby will always be my favorite. That is a red-blooded fucking American man <laughs> playing Spider-Man. Well, he was always my favorite, regardless right, of what yeah, country no, well, he was Rainey born in. something that none of us 
have really he got to the core of me back and i'm sure that's i really like those movies growing up watching them back now i'm like hard cringe (laughs) what oh i can't i can't get on board with that i cannot i cannot agree i cannot (laughs) that's i cannot that's fair i just i look at them now and i'm like oh just the, the 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 lens of misogyny is so dense I mean, sure, but like you know, look at what they're adapting. No, um, look, they, I, exactly. <laughs> I don't. I mean, like, I don't listen. I'm not trying to drag anybody exactly, through the mud, oh, but like, on. are you kidding me? Comic books, Mary Jane, has never been and love stories. I mean, that's right. It makes sense. I'm not saying it doesn't make sense. Yeah. It's just for me. I, I look at this now. No, I get you. I mean, as a young, I was like, yeah. I just I think it's it beautiful. Dope. I think their story is beautiful. I understand the lens. I understand the problematic lens, but I just, I, there's, they, I, no, the they, story's they, excellent. What I like about those movies, and this mo- these movies are not Dune, but what I like about they those movies is they are, they are not afraid to be completely earnest. Those movies have their fucking complete little geek beautiful heart out on their sleeve and they are not worried about being corny they are not worried about being cheesy they are not worried about having guys named dr octopus running around like they're not those movies don't have that thing that i hate that like every blockbuster has now except for dune where someone has to go like huh dr octopus okay but what like what is your real name i'm like I, that drives me up a wall i love how <laughs> earnest the raimis for sometimes for better you, you haven't some, seen the new one yet have you no i don't and i just i i cannot no, i they 100% i just I, do that they literally i feel in my bones that there's going to be like 40 different versions of that in this movie where it's going to be like electro um, okay, I'll buy you at the hardware store. No, they, uh, they, um, they only do it the one time, and it is, they go, he goes, what's your name? He goes, Dr. Otto Octavius. And and they go, and which is also easily more viable than Dr. Octopus, if you say Otto Octavius. Dr. Otto Octavius. Like, that's we a, all that's a guy's name. The first time they introduce it, and <laughs> he goes, is that really your name? name? No, that, what's your, like, is that really, they literally do that bit there. I, I will like, never see what? this movie, uh, but, like, what I... Okay, but, okay, and again, we will probably get back to Dune, but something <laughs> that I, I just like simply... <laughs> that I simply have to give it up to those DCCW TV shows is they really resisted doing that. They will... in And obviously they put it, like, on The Flash, for instance, they put a spin on it by having Cisco be the guy that names everybody, but, like, right. those characters... Those actors have to go like, oh my god, you're gonna get killed by Weather Wizard, and everyone like fucking plays it right down the middle, it's, and that's something is that incredible. I've always liked about. It this. comes to a complete point. It's fascinating with um, yes, uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Have you seen oh Legends of Tomorrow? It I have seen awful. some Legends of Tomorrow. I liked it, it's, but no, it's amazing and it's terrible. It's, and I love it. It is the best it. show to ever air at like two p.m. on Saturdays on the original WB. It it it's belongs. Crazy. And here's the thing: in... that's, well, the thing that's also wild about it is each season they more and more you can tell they lean in harder. Yes, until they which just, is what I like. They just that until show the end, it's like they just they don't. It's just. Who gives a fuck? And that fucking so, show they, will have 
a gorilla travel through time and bust into Barack Obama's college dorm and say, Barack Obama, it will be an honor to kill you. And they just do it. They just and do that it. is what I love about it's, that show. And that's exactly that is what, what that is comic books. Like, that's the thing that yes. I love about the CW yes, yes, yes. series is I watch this and I go, I feel like I'm reading a comic book because yes. it's just a bunch of nonsense happening. And at the end, you, you hit him with the cliffhanger, and then you hit him with the cliffhanger, and then you hit yeah. him with the cliffhanger, and then after like six episodes, then you have one that actually affects the mega arc of the the whole series, sure. and then you come back in. And I'm like, I and that like, was another thing I liked about Legends of Tomorrow is that most episodes were just like, I don't know, here's a weird thing. Yeah, what no, this, no, Legends that's of weird. Tomorrow was them being like, hey, what if we <laughs> did our DC version of Doctor Who? That's not based yeah. on any prior material that we did. And they just went, nope. oh, okay. It was fun. Boom, boom. It was did it. They were like, <laughs> I just, I honestly love that, like, with, like, only one exception in that. It's like, hey, what if we took a bunch of popular supporting characters from our other shows, we gave them their own show, and we... It's and almost honestly, like they treated their TV show like they do their comic books. Like, exactly. that's Instead how comic of, books are made, and now we've got Marvel. It's like, just do something new. Come up with new teams. Instead of doing what... and. and Instead of doing what the MCU does, where it's like 19 steps ahead, we are specifically planting supporting characters that we know we're going to team up in this thing. It feels so inorganic, whereas what these, like, Legends of Tomorrow was just like, I don't know, we're going to take all these popular guys and we're going to put them on one show. We're going to make a team. They were really great and they're really loved in their shows, but, um, and we want to keep them, but, you know, we can't, there's too many storylines already working. They've, they've kind of run out of stories on that show. So what if we brought them over here? And it was kind of genius. I also think it's fun when I'm like opening up DC comics to read today and there's an ad for Legends of Tomorrow and there's only one of those characters who's still on the show. Like mm-hmm. every fucking season they radically No, change it changes every season it's show, group. Which is remember, also uh, fun. You know That's also a good idea. Um, I remember that there was an NBC Constantine that lasted like one season and then he got brought in to those DC television it shows. It literally got canned after season one. There was no closure. Um, yeah. And then they said, wait, let's pull him in. There's an entire season of Legends where he is like, he gets pulled in at the end of one of the seasons and then he is there like a whole season Love and it. he's integral and they backwards integrate some of the stuff from that first season. Not really. Great. Very, very, yeah. like the major thing that they left untouched. Well, they left a bunch mm-hmm. of stuff untouched, but the big That's major it. thing that they kind of mentioned, they they do a thing. It's brilliant. It's 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 so stupid That's and fun. so fun. That's great. And That's that why feels still like organic creativity. Yeah, it feels like we're again. Like I have my issues with those shows. I eventually fell off oh God, because they did what all of they did what all of these sh- properties do, and they just balloon so big. And it's like, well, I can't keep up with this anymore. Like it's just it would be my it would be the only thing I watch. Right, and when I was when I was doing like uh, when I was you know on on like a phone call type. When I was doing this other job thing, I'm not going to say much. Mm-hmm. Uh, like literally, when I would be able to just like wait and waiting for things to do i would have it on in the background and so i would go literally i, I would watch them in order i would go like the arrow flash supergirl wow uh mm-hmm. legends of tomorrow the, just and i would just go through them and then at a certain point i went okay wait a minute let me find the actual crossover things and then i'm gonna watch yeah. up to those points sure individual seasons and then i'm gonna sure. watch them in order and then i'll go through like that and i've been doing that um but i'm out. so close i'm so close to finishing i i to getting to this the big in infinity crisis crisis on infinite earth the big one 
that they did. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm like, I just want to get through that. I just want to... I fell off long before that, but I understand. I understand. Right, and that's, God, that's been Supergirl my Supergirl was good. Yeah. I liked that show. Which one? Supergirl? That was a good show. Supergirl was that. fun. I liked it. It wasn't, like, my favorite show in the entire world, but I was no, like, it was this good. is fun. It was this definitely good. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. One. That was our big. That was quite the <laughs> That was our. That was our big diversion. Dude, but I think uh, no. But that's, that's But that's that's kind of what we were talking about. Is just like wait, we were talking about Zendaya. We talked. Yes, yes, yes. Well, but like, is Michi? <clears throat> lest we all forget like, that Zendaya is Michi. But like, yeah, no, Dune. Just the way that they handle it as like an action film. Yeah, it like just, an action it film, felt, but it didn't, it didn't like feel, dumb down the material right. in a big way. I, it's, you know, not to talk too much about the Matrix. But, I mean, let's talk about any day. Any day. <laughs> but the I haven't watched No spoilers. No spoilers. No spoilers. I, I would never. Honestly, I would never. Caleb, to be honest, I couldn't if I wanted to. <laughs> no, I it's had that very feeling. hard to spoil. <laughs> it's very hard to spoil. Let me tell you about uh, because this movie. If I told in, you I'm just like, a spoiler, <laughs> you would just go, what? <laughs> huh? What do you mean? Yeah, I huh? remember hearing people back in maybe December of last year that I know who had seen it, who were like, this movie does one of the wildest things uh-huh. and you will either right. love it or be like man fuck off <laughs> i will go out on the limb that like this movie does like eight of the wildest things sure. <laughs> that i've seen sure. a, a movie especially of this size do it probably you know people keep using this one but like this is the wildest franchise big budget action movie since the last jedi this is the since that movie this is the one that has taken the biggest fucking swings i have i've seen these are some very lofty swings yeah. it's impressive yeah all right it's um it's truly like a bold <laughs> actual decisions like, being made with the material it's wild it's yeah. crazy but it's, it's awesome. sorry jace you had a point no I, well, my my point was with action sequences <laughs> the matrix you know especially we could, let's talk about the original trilogy real quick those original ones, like, specifically, I think this is my main uh, d- down point of the second one. Mm-hmm. The fight sequences are just a little too long. Just a little too They're The, the thing oh, is, yeah. Like I'm going to fucking love it. What? <laughs> sounds like I'm going to fucking love it. Have you not seen yeah, yeah, yeah. The, 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 the Matrix trilogy? Jason was talking about Reloaded. Oh, Reloaded. My bad. I zoned for a second. I thought you were no, talking yeah, about... Yeah, I mean, that's the, that's the thing. That's what those movies were. Those movies were, this is the height of action cinema. This is Correct. never been done before special effects fight sequencing. This is the fucking Matrix. I specifically, desperately want, because they just did a UF, or UFC, fuck me, <laughs> they just did an Unreal Engine 5 demo of this uh, yeah. this universe. I uh, really want to see the giant fight from uh, Reloaded that's all of the agents uh, redone so that it looks good for today's standards because that mm-hmm. shit's going to fucking rule. But sorry, go on, Chase. I'm an asshole. Please keep No, talking. you're not. You're not. I don't even know what it was. But yeah, I mean, it's. Th- I, I say that because, like, to juxtapose back to Dune <laughs> is that yes, whenever Dune. you have these fight sequences they're really cool but they don't I don't feel like I'm going oh my god fucking can we wrap it up can we <laughs> there's story to be told here can we get back to the sand please <laughs> yeah it's uh no literally but like I don't know I it's very cool also seeing the way that they did um the, the the shields the hollow shields it, it was, was cool oh it was, it was cool cool it was, it was so they cool. perfectly 
visualize this thing that is like hard to explain. It's like subtly like brilliant the way they've just like it's on it's it's Christopher Nolan esque in the way they've taken this complex idea and just distilled it down into something you immediately visually understand. It's it's really impressive. I think it's like it's it's this is it's a perfect adaptation. It's brilliant. <laughs> It's really good. Very excited. excited for part two. Yeah, very, very excited. Yeah, yeah. I love really that that movie. Basically, nothing happens in Dune. Though, yeah, we were talking so about yeah. how it's like the whole time it feels like nothing happens, and then when you look back, you're like, wait, so much happened. Yeah. Wait, a lot. Basically, happens. nothing happens <laughs> in terms of like the story. Like Dune Two is gonna be fucking wild, and yeah. still, <laughs> you get out of that movie and you're like. Damn, I couldn't keep up. And it's crazy, because, like, nothing happened. <laughs> yeah, right? but it rules. It's, it's it the rules. wildest pacing. It's so, yeah. It's I, a lot one of, of the emotional things, things happening. about it is also how Dune is the story, is, is a story of, like, aliens, but we are the aliens. We are the aliens at this point, and, like, yeah. just kind of removed from humanity. It's which, also I mean, I mean, it's plainly a parallel to the uh, Afghanistan conflict. And I don't For say sure. plainly in that ooh, that was his intention because like, Dude, it was I written mean, like before the 50s. that. Well, but, but like, he like Frank Herbert spent a lot of like literal time like in those areas of the world during their many conflicts. You know, yeah, like right. it it was <laughs> based on that, just not yeah. the American Afghanistan War. It's just right. really funny that that movie comes out the same year we like exfiltrate poorly, and then like yeah. here's this movie about this desert planet that has a resource that makes travel essential <coughs> not oil but we'll move past it. and these, it's also a red white folks show up and the natives are like hey we fucking hate you uh it's yeah. like oh yes yeah, this, this is rules hmm. i love this and then the, the next movie is gonna be like a guy named paul is their savior but that's fine that's fine. I, I mean, I understand, like, we are literally following, like, prophecy shit. I think, and I'm not saying they're gonna, like, radically change anything. I would suspect there's going to be some reframing of that Please? narrative a little Please? bit. Here's yeah, what I'm I gonna think... say. Here's what I'm gonna say. And I've said it before, I'll say it again. I cannot wait to see Zendaya eat part two. <laughs> yeah. She's she gonna incredible. Eat. It's her movie. She's gonna it's, eat that it's, sand. It's gonna be her movie. Yeah. I could, no, it's gonna I, be good. I think that yeah, I'm yeah. My predictions Lock are that Herbert famous woman lover uh, is going to be respected. <laughs> Ooh, it got hot in here. Ooh. <laughs> famous um, writer of great female characters, Frank Herbert. <laughs> well, no, I mean he was he was like known for like he he had a lot of weird. He was like women are better than men. Like that was like kind of a thing he was like known for believing. Very strangely. You what? wouldn't believe it reading his book. I guess I'm only like, halfway the through the first one. Beings in the entire universe, right? Like the way, like the way that the Bene Gesserit are demonstrated is kind of a reflection sure, of sure. that kind of stuff. But I, I, I don't think an adaptation in which um, these final moments are only because of Paul. Yeah, I think the interpretation. What's her name? Uh, Zendaya's character, Chani. Um, no. Oh, shit. Could not tell. And I don't have the book next to me, so I can't even look it up. 
I think All it's right. Ch- it's Chani. Uh, Zendaya, Dune, going to the old IMDb, getting an ad for the Batman. Batman. I'm working on it. Actually, very excited to see the Batman. <laughs> sure, that'll be fun. I, I there's this moment in the Batman trailer that like I laugh at every time it comes on, where like the Riddler is getting dragged out of that diner and he has like latte art of a question mark. Hilarious. Great yeah. bit. Good bit. It's so silly. It is Chani. C H A N I. Fuck yeah! I'm a nerd and I have information that would not. There's the there's a universe that exists where I where get like handy to have. I get like <laughs> mugged by a guy who's like what is the name of Zendaya's character Zendaya's in character. Dune and I'm like Johnny and he's like damn all right damn. all right bro that's right. <laughs> uh yeah uh I, and anyway i think in the next year or two they're putting out that dune uh real-time strategy game so that's the last you're gonna see or hear from me i think yeah. i think it's over for me on that wait, one was this like a they're so putting out a video game the first dune video game that's true. was the first rts and jason an if you're RTS. unfamiliar with an rts it's like Games where you are above the battlefield commanding units, moving them across and fighting with people in real time. It's not like turn-based. You, like, click, drag, go over there, fight them. And then You're the like, other I team does the same thing. I send my tanks to this guy, and then yeah. I send my guys over there. Yeah. Dune I have so much the... to learn about video games. I, I opened up The Witcher 3 the other day. I played for a couple minutes. Like, I literally went through, like, the <laughs> initial... Tutorial only on 150 hours to go <laughs> yeah I, I literally i was like i'm gonna have to do this all over again because i literally did like the the tutorials <laughs> and then i like uh-huh. killed three dog looking things i'm not totally sure yeah. and then uh-huh. i was like i have to go do something i forget what it was it was probably you didn't fight that griffin oh, i did not fight griffin yet all right well you you're gonna <laughs> Right. I'm, I'm already i opened it up and i'm like okay wait a minute you opened up and like uh yennefer's taking a bath or whatever <laughs> you know, that you know. is true well it opened up in 2d animation and i was like did i get the wrong game hey what is oh yeah this? they tell you about the um the, their flashbacks yeah they, well they know they the 2d animation they tell you about how the universe exists and they're like oh, the, yeah. the conjoint what do they call it the conjunction of the spheres. conjunction of spheres they walk through that right don't they jace in the beginning of that you know, game, like this is how magic happens. Right. <laughs> I don't, I don't it's, know. I have such a hard time keeping up with like fantasy stuff. Like I, watching the Matrix over and over again, and then The Witcher these past few days, I don't think I understand anything ever. Because your brain leaking out of your nose, <laughs> just losing out of my <laughs> nostril. No, like it's like they say stuff, and I'm like, what is? That? What did that mean? What are you what talking are you about? <laughs> this, like, and it's always people answering with like, you know what I'm talking about, or like. It's like, you know, or like, oh, him. And I'm like, wait, can we stop using pronouns and start Come on. saying what we're talking about? I don't know what's happening. When you mention a character's name, I need you to put a picture of them on screen so I know who you're talking <laughs> I about. I need to point at every person you're talking to as if you were addressing a child. No, I... Yeah. Proper nouns, please. Proper nouns only. <laughs> Proper nouns please. only, please. I just, I, so I'm not totally sure what happened, but I'm also, <laughs> it was also like high when I started and I played it for five minutes and I was like, I need to do this later because my hands are still used to, like, I've only played so many video games in my life and I forget uh-huh. that when I open a new one, the controls are going to be different and I got to relearn how to play the game. Yeah. And the menus are always so intimidating when you first see them because there's like, oh, uh-huh. and Witcher's the worst for that. There's like eight pages. There's like eight pages, and then you click on each one, and then in there, there's other choices. So I'm like, what's going? 
I'm doing Horizon, and now when I'm like finally where I'm like, oh, I know what the fuck I'm doing. Like I'm at that point where when I was a child, I would go to friends' places and look at their screen, and I'd be like, what are you even doing? What? (laughs) How is this a video game? And I couldn't tell you which one it is. And now I'm at the point where I'm like, oh, that's what I look like with this game. And then I open The Witcher, and I'm like, how does one Witcher? How do I witch? (laughs) (laughs) I don't. How does one witch? But it was very cool. Uh. Because because I had played the first five minutes, uh, episode three of Witcher season two hit hard as fuck. That was so cool. What's <laughs> going on? Lock Even on my on. grandma, who'd only played through like that part, was like, "Oh," and I was like, "Yeah, yeah." It yeah. was. Like, I was like, "Oh snap, let's go!" Yeah. Uh, so that sounds like this is, of course, Advanced Media Studies uh, podcast oh! where we. Uh, aim to talk about every piece of pop culture ever created one <laughs> week at a time. What? Uh, <laughs> that is, the that's goal. the goal. No one told you? Uh, I am uh, one of your hosts, TV's Kevin Lanigan, uh, and if I was going to die in the world of The Witcher this week, it would be because uh, Yennefer uh, pushed over a bunch of big fucking flaming logs on top of me, and that was the, that would be the last you'd ever see of me. And I would say, thank you, queen. That is what I would do. <laughs> uh, Yennefer, kill me. Please. <laughs> please. Please. Um... <laughs> Hey everybody, what's up? I'm Jason. I use they, them pronouns. And if I were to die in the Witcher universe today, it would be because I could not pass the obstacle course. I couldn't do it. <laughs> That's I'm a tough us. fucking obstacle course. I would get thrown, I would get trebucheted across the yard into yeah. a stone and yeah. proceed to yeah, expire. Siri, Siri playing American Ninja Warrior for <laughs> most of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm Caleb, the third host, the daddy host, the hostess with the mostest kids. Gotta use the break. Uh, and if I died in the Witcher universe, it would be because a root grew out of my weird back vagina wound. Oh, God. I'm so sorry. It was, it was messed up. That yeah, right there, nasty. that is a bad infection. Nasty way to go. Um... Perfect. So we we are here uh, in our uh, uh, coverage of the second season of The Witcher. I guess it sounds like we want to dive right in. I don't have any Witcher news or anything this week, so I guess we'll I guess we'll kick it off. I'm, hey? I I will. Well, here's what I'll do. I finally also watched the anime. Oh yes, great. Let's talk about that. Uh, did you have a good time? I did. I, I I'm not sure how much of it stuck. I was very tired, but sure. I um I was like. Okay, it made it made see episode two really good. Yeah, episode one right, was only kind of like remember, uh-huh. remember episode and two and three are like remember. You want to <laughs> see more. some references? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, do you kids like references? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I don't I, I I wasn't sure if I got everything from it, but was the um the woman the. Lady, is it Lady Bracknell? Is that her name from the anime? Mm-hmm. I think so. Maybe. She's the one that she, like, fights them, all yeah. of the witchers. Um, yeah. Is that the same woman that, like, taught Yennefer? No, that's not, right? No, no, that's, no, that's, that's a completely different. Right? Tessaia de Vries. Right. Um, yeah, Lady, so that's a, Lady that's a different... Brack, whatever, super dies in the end of the anime. Yeah, she did. No, she oh, did. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, no, she did. Up, or not Vesemir. Um... <laughs> He doesn't do it. Who does it? I don't remember. Is it not Vesemir? 
No, because remember he kills he kill he thinks he kills her, and then it ends up it's uh-huh. actually like the the last like warrior mage and his betrothed, and then the guy who re- recruits him. I might have fallen asleep. I might have missed. <laughs> We've um, been there. We've all been there. Yeah. That's okay. Um, I was like, I got a so, deadline. I got to watch this, and then I got to watch the two episodes. I mean, I was wide awake for episode two and three, but like. Absolutely. You were, yeah. you were cruising. Um, cruising. Weird, weird episodes. But I like, you know, hey, if you're going to, if we're going to, you know, get this sort of, you know, these IP farms where we're just kind of like, we need more Witcher stuff. Uh, yeah, doing a fun anime movie is like, I think yeah, that's a great not? way to keep it going. Why not? Uh, fuck it. And because of uh, the coronavirus, it came out first. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. It, it maybe was not always supposed to, uh, but that's okay. So it makes a lot uh, of sense for it to have come out first, though. Sure, it helped. Well, you know, it helps, quote unquote. But yeah, it's well, it's interesting text to have as yeah. we move into this place, as opposed to it being backfilled in later. I'm know? thinking of like when you go to the back of dune and there's all of these just a glossary of terms and there's well there's a glossary of terms but then there's also like documents they're like these are the the, <laughs> the old letters from this princess to this right yeah i'm like Ugh. get out my small reading glasses yeah. i'm like ah yes uh, no that is what we call a uh, skippable material right. <laughs> that is when we close the book right say exactly. no i'm sure someone worked very hard but i just i cannot i simply cannot be bothered um <laughs> he made a whole world that shit is crazy like parallel no, for like, him. put that right next to tolkien Sure. Put it next to put it next to uh, Sapkowski, writer of these here Witcher books. You know, there's a lot of yeah. he wrote. He that guy wrote like eight books. You know, hey, that's more than Frank. That's fucking crazy. That's messed up. And now we have you know the the games, which are sequels, and we have this show, which is kind of like a side quill. None of so none wait, of so it the games are sequels really... to the books. Yes, the games are sequels to the books. All three so, of them are. So if you read all of the books. Then the they games will... are in order after that. Correct. And then, uh, but this show but I will later. say the third one is less canon than the first two. Well, I I would honestly disagree because there's so much about the first two that make no sense with the books, despite trying to be. Pretty, sure. They're just like there are just pure moments where it just doesn't make sense with the books that you've read, and you just like gotta. But you're just gonna have to move on. Which it's makes not sense gonna for up. why Sapkowski was like, actually, no, <laughs> fuck you guys. He's and like, it's okay, you know. So the games aren't I, canon. Well, what is canon? What isn't canon? Right, so like true, they're not. Team. You know, it's like I don't know. Is it? You decide. You know, people are like, the show so doesn't we... make sense with the games, and I'm like, the games don't make sense with the books. Just like fuck it. I don't know. Enjoy it. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck to tell you. <laughs> None of it makes sense. Together. So wait, the the so but the shows take place where in the timeline? The show is an adaptation of the books. Yeah, starting from the the beginning. Mostly. But actually, these two episodes that we just watched, they made up. (laughs) These are, this is not from the books. They're making this up. Kev, you're not Uh, helping your case. I just want you to know. No, I know. But they are allegedly adaptations of the books. There are a lot of episodes that are But they're starting from the beginning of of the books. Yeah, they started from the beginning. They started from the first collection of short stories, moving into the second collection. And that was kind of the first season was like a mishmash of those two. And then this season so far is kind of like, it's kind of like between the short stories and the book. The book is about to start. The first book is like gonna start here in a minute on this show. But honestly, the first like Witcher novel 
nothing happens, so it'd be very difficult to adapt into a series of television. Yeah. Uh, so you, you would have to make a bunch of shit up, which they are doing. Um, so but allegedly this season... We're getting a little bit of the short stories and some made-up stuff so that when we actually finish off the first novel, the... it, it feels mm-hmm. like a thing. Yeah, it's allegedly, and this is according to uh, Wikipedia, mm-hmm. uh, but this <laughs> season... Wikipedia. The Wikipedia. This season is an adaptation of part of the second short story collection like the first episode of this season was basically one of the short stories um and then it is an adaptation of like the whole first novel and the beginning of the second novel because again that first novel is just like nothing happens it's like unbelievable the degree to which nothing occurs in that book it's uh, (laughs) truly astounding but the second novel which i'm in the middle of right now is like thrilling it's like mile a minute it's fucking cooking uh he learned he learned how to write a better book this time um but hey writing a book is hard you know i've I've never fully done it i'm working on it it's tough shit um but, but anyway the show is allegedly an adaptation of the books but they they change a lot of shit. They remix shit around, but that is essentially where it would fit in the timeline. Um, but uh, as you will see, there are ways in which it really just doesn't line up anymore. And um, welcome to liking stuff. You're just gonna have to make it work. You know, even even sitcoms have internally inconsistent shit, and they're not worried about books <laughs> and video games. Right. You know, it's sure. okay. You're just gonna have to move on. Jeff Winger is older than we thought he was. It's okay. It's it's all made up, actually. It's all some none of this is real. Actually, we made it up. Um, so it's it, we're all we're all we're all good here. Um, but let's let's talk about our first episode of the evening, shall we? Um, yes, 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 yes. Season two, episode two, <clears throat> Kermorin, uh, directed by Stephen Sergic, written by Bo DeMaio, uh, in. This episode, uh, Yennefer and Fringilla are being held captive by some elves. Uh, They have these sort of prophesied dreams that lead the elves to believe that they are will be useful in talking to this witch who lives in a house and the house is in a forest and the forest is in a temple. Uh, Anyway, moving on. And at the same time, it's wicked. uh, It's wicked Baba Yaga. Like, it's yeah, it's but like, give that house some legs. Yaga. Then I want to see some fucking chicken legs. Uh, and uh, anyway, Geralt and Siri arrive at Karamoran, uh, where the Witchers have themselves a little kegger, and uh, one of the Witchers uh, gets possessed and turned into a big tree, uh, and they have to fight and kill the big tree. Wild episode. Wild. Well, the thing that threw me here's the that threw me was so they're like, we have to kill this big tree thing. Yeah, and so they finally Delicious. find the big tree thing. And then it's immediately mm-hmm. killed by a different monster that they then have to defeat. Well, that's yeah, in the next, that's episode, the next episode, so we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Oh, um, I got ahead. I'm sorry. That's okay. No, it's okay. So, <laughs> so all right. So here, here is one way in which um, this show radically differs from both the books and the video games. Is that Eskel, the guy who turns into a big tree is alive at the end of Witcher 3, the video game. However, he is dead here <laughs> on the television show. He has died. No. Um, and he is not... He's not by any means a big character. It's not like there. He has barely been in these books that I've read. It's mostly been like a passing reference. So, but he's in the video games. Um, he, is in, he is in the Witcher 1 and 3. 3 is the point where, like, he gets stuff to do. He has, like, you'll see. It's, I'll it's, see. He's, I just started. He's I will in, see. He's... He's kind of, yeah, you see in the hours. I had a feeling I was really going to fucking like Eskel. 
<laughs> he was being Not a annoyed. huge douche, and I was like, oh no, they're gonna uh, kill him. And they well, did. I mean, that guy, but like, huge douche is that guy's like whole character description. He's a huge douche. Oh, okay. he, he sucks a lot, is his thing. All that's right. his big deal. That's his bag. Um, that's his bag. He loves to be. He loves to suck tremendously, and uh, that's sort of his thing. He so he in The Witcher Three, they kind of draw this like parallel where like obviously a lot of the Witchers are picked out when they are kids. You know, you're you're offered up for whatever reason and end up with the Witchers, and then you see a lot of uh, young boys like yourself die horribly in training. But um, you know, Geralt, who has sort of accepted his station, but Eskel never does eskel is just so furious at the like life has has allowed this to happen to him uh but he's not he's not like by any means a tremendously deep or important character um so i understand how you could look at him and deem him expendable perhaps um and i like the way that kind of continues into three where like we're seeing Geralt's like memories of him you know there was like even though he's a gigantic douche i love the sort of brotherhood of witchers you know i love these like uh battle-worn comrades who are like brothers because they were raised together essentially it's all it's all very good it's exactly my shit actually i like it a lot yeah yeah i dig it i dig it it's very uh it's funny that like this show is focusing on this right now because like I just finished the most recent Halo game, and, like, oh, I feel like we maybe even brought this up last time we talked. Like, it's wicked similar. Like, yeah. kids taking uh, augmented... The, the Spartan program, right? Right, exactly. So I'm like, oh, yeah, it's a Spartan program, but in uh, high fantasy. Fuck yeah, let's do it. I love it. Hell yeah. Yeah, and that's good. And as much as that is, like, morally, uh, incredibly fucked... It does make for interesting fiction. I will say it does. Yeah. Like yeah. it makes for interesting uh, uh, genre fiction and a, and, a, and a decent exploration of, of uh, these characters and their yeah. and their circumstances. If I like that. Go ahead. If you'll allow me the slight diversion, it feels a lot like the the like gross but enjoyable part of uh, mecha like fiction for me, like Gundam uh-huh. and Evangelion specifically, where like mm-hmm. the the core conceit to mecha is that like it's about an interface between people and machines and like they want something uh the person or the machine and the show ends up being about like how that thing that wants gets the thing that it wants and how like it's about body and like intent and shit like that and what that turns out in evangelion is that like oh these robots were living things that they killed and turned into mechs and they're kind of still alive this and is fucked up, actually. It's extremely fucked up. This and sucks, the whole actually. time you're like, this is rotten. But watching people interact with that or have to live through that is like, oh, this rules. So, like, Witcher's yeah. doing the same thing. Uh, again, Halo does the same thing. Um, there's a lot of stuff that you watch that's like... I mean, we talked about Ender's Game before. Sure, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, sometimes, like, putting people in a terrible situation or making them deal with terrible things uh is the reason why it's fun to watch and maybe that's yeah. a we, indication all, of who we are but what, yeah. it's all made up it's all make them up no one is advocating to? oh children that, being taken and transformed into things oh and then okay yeah left and usually dying life. yeah right exactly yeah, like yeah. most of them die before ever becoming a witcher and then all of them die yeah <laughs> during no, being a witcher they really yeah. show in the um in the anime is just kids just getting fucking 
wrecked. Murdered. Yeah. <laughs> the reason Kaer Morin is the way it is now is because of that battle. It's all right, in that, ruins, and there's like 20 of them instead of like a lot. <laughs> yeah, and Vesemir's like, his tenure as head of this particular school of witchers is like... I guess because of the events of Nightmare of the Wolf, he's now looking at this as like, shit's gotta change. This can't, we can't keep doing this. This is fucked. Yeah. This sucks. We can't do this anymore. Um, and so uh, even while still, you know, per participating in these systems and turning, you know, these young kids into it, but like, it seems as if a lot of the Witcher culture has changed. He's, he's changing the police from the inside. Yeah, he's, sure. uh, um, but I'm sorry. Uh, but, uh, what I, what I like about this episode is that like, it's, it's not as if the witchers are incapable of having fun. It's just Geralt. Geralt cannot have a good time. <laughs> he cannot, he cannot He's have such a, a sourpuss. He sucks so much. It's so funny that he's like a party pooper. <laughs> it's a, a blast. I love it. He he's, called the cops on the party. It's so funny. Yeah, he went Wait, and told... Geralt? He, no, he didn't. I just, uh, metaphorically. Right. He, he did go he talk would. to dad about it, though, right away. He did go talk to dad. He's like, get these, come on. <laughs> what is, loud. what are you doing? Stupid. This it's loud. Sucks. I'm trying to study. <laughs> what a nerd. Carol's I'm doing my nerd. homework. I don't know. I thought, I saw him. He was like, there's like a fucking monster in these areas right now. And these are not, for, like, this is not a place where we yeah. should be that's distracted. But at the same time, he, you're right. He was being a total fucking narc. Yeah, and it's it was it was it was fun. I like the the cast of witchers that we're meeting with like Cohen and Lambert, uh, Vesemir, cool guy, love him. What a what a neat man. Um, <laughs> like his like his gelled hair. <laughs> like how his hair doesn't move. Did you? I, are you no, all when, when, this? when I was watching it, I couldn't I could not stop looking at the edge of where his head was. Uh, in relation to the background i was trying to figure out i was like was this green screen was this done like they did uh, <laughs> in the fucking mandalorian with the unreal engine like background yeah, thing? i uh -huh. was like how did they do this because something is really uncanny about where his hairline meets the background i couldn't i think it's like however the light is reading off of, off of his, that headpiece his that plastic weird... No, yeah, whatever's okay. going on on my it's man's made out head. Of, it's made it's... out of ivory. It's the only way to maintain pure follicular purity. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Hey, fucking, yeah, you, you fucking pat Vesemir on the head and it goes, dong, dong. <laughs> it's a helmet, y'all. He has to stay safe. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta protect the head. You gotta, gotta raise those kids. Gotta raise those kids. Oh gotta take God. care of them kids. If he doesn't the do it, The entire Witcher race is his responsibility. He must I wear mean, a helmet. I mean, uh, yeah. So it's all it's all good, you know. Uh, we love Lambert, love a love a hot ginger knight, uh, love <laughs> love all these guys that are running around. Uh, the lesson was cool. It's a cool like weird big tree thing. Oh, that... the tree squid climbing around the fucking ceiling was incredible. Yeah, that's I was up. like, it's oh yo, cool. first season was successful because this season's expensive. Uh, yeah, look no, at the fucking they budget. had money. The practical <laughs> effects, can we talk about them? Yeah, the great. way that they handled that facial prosthetic is just cool. fucking tasty. Oh yeah, my was... god. I love it. I love it so yeah, much. Man. I love to see the way that they're integrating digital with practical in a, an effective, 
and pleasing way. They're doing the practical effects where I want them. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I don't care if there's digital effects. There's just places where I want practical effects, and they are sure. giving it to me every time. Right. When you when they're doing, like, a big scorpion monster, it's like, okay, big scorpion monster, CGI, big scorpion yeah, fine. monster. Right? But, like, when well, we're when close it gets close on a tree, man, yeah. Yeah. Even the scorpion monster, when it got close, not to jump to the next episode, which is absolutely what I'm doing. When right. it gets close, there was moments where I was like, but how much that real though? Yeah, how much but of how, that what, was not augmented? How much of that was like a little, mo- oh my God, it's so cool. So can we talk about I, the weird hands grabbing at its own throat while it was running? That shit was so fucking, sorry, we'll get to that next episode. It's fucked up. It's pathetic. It's fucked up. Uh, but this is, <laughs> this up. is, I, I like, you know, this, this sort of, uh, Witcher home invasion, you know, is, is like, I, that's a good premise, you know, like the monster yeah, sure. is inside the house and all the monster hunters are there. Perfect. Uh, and, and it being the sort of motivating factor to Geralt saying like, all right, I need to, I didn't really want to, but I need to train this fucking princess how to fight. Like, <laughs> this is not, she, I brought her to what I thought was a safe house and the safe house broke immediately. I guess, I guess I gotta fucking train up this little girl. Yeah. Well, that didn't go as planned. Um, so well, let's try using a sword, I guess. Well, shit. Okay, so you go, eh? And then you kind of go around, and you go, yeah. And uh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be fun. You do that I, a lot, I, I, and then you're me. <laughs> and then you become this. Yeah. Are you ready? <laughs> Are you excited? <laughs> it's gonna rule. Only sometimes. It's gonna rule occasionally. Oh, God. What a great... Yeah, this is so good. This show's so good. It's crazy. It's fun. It's fun. Well, you want to talk about this uh, Yennefer business in this episode? Because I honestly, I watched it. I've watched it twice now. Mm-hmm. I watched it for the original recording, and then I rewatched it, so it was like fresh. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I can't make heads or tails of what's going on in that house. I cannot make heads or tails <laughs> of what is happening in the barn. I think I, I don't know what to do. I'm trying to think what happens in episode two and not three. So two, uh, right? So they're the they're with the they're elves. With the elves. In oh the, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In and, the, oh, and then they oh, solve yeah, the okay. riddle. No, yeah, the they solve that, that Tomb Raider no, I puzzle. Think, I think we're about to find out with this next episode. I think she's going mm-hmm. to come to her in the woods and something. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. Because we're so like the three of them descended down, and I like you know the ways that we are expanding. Fringilla and and Francesca as characters who are not really like substantive characters in the books, at least as far as I've gotten, like mm-hmm. they're really just like not much of a factor. I like the ways that we are kind of like adding dimensionality to Fringilla, especially. It would be so easy for her to just be like evil witch on the bad guy team, but like mm-hmm. this um, again, sort of the 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 a reflection of the Witcher camaraderie. It's like, hey, we went we all went to this fucking terrible witch school where like they turned our friends into right. eels and shit like we all went through that um we 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 went through this together it's that same sort of camaraderie that that esprit du corps trauma bonding exactly that even when you're on opposite sides you're like well i still like recognize this this person right. this person yeah. who understands what i've been through anyway but uh, so they all go down and whatever this being is in the hut the well for now we will call them the baba yaga i suppose when they go down and when they meet the baba yaga she takes three different a, a different form for each person and maybe it's just because they were doing this crazy like american horror story like canted angle editing thing that i was like i just can't even pick up 
on the information that's happening right now. It's so like cross cut between like three different conversations and all these so weird good. angles. And I just cannot. And it's like a cool piece of editing. I just could not tell if I was supposed to know what was going on. Yeah. So like it was the death. What did they call her? Because Frangilla and Yen talk about it immediately when they find Yen out in the woods. Um, it's she's called like the Deathless Witch or something like that. Uh, uh, like they recognized her. I could tell it, you. Yeah, they call. Oh, I'm sorry, the Deathless Mother, according deathless to Mother. Yeah, So yeah, like the Deathless Mother is this being that like appears to all three of them to ask them to basically get them to say out loud what the thing they want is, right? Yeah. Uh, and, like, for Frangilla, that meant showing up as a mirror. And she recognized pretty quickly it wasn't. For Francesca, it was uh, Ilionat or whatever. Il, if, 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 and if, if, elf, elf name. Yeah. If, if. Uh, and, <laughs> yeah. And I don't know if Francesca realized it wasn't real. Like, she seems to buy into it. She seems to hard. kind of buy into it. <laughs> Um, and there's uh, a baby involved, and like, I, that's not gonna go well. I just, no. I um, think, I think this is honestly, I think we just don't know what it is yet. I think it'll make sense okay. later. I think it's so deeply connected to something Yennefer is about to go through. Uh huh. I think it's gonna be like a, I, because Yennefer. Okay, here's my big brain prediction. Yennefer's not gonna be without powers forever. That would be stupid. <laughs> Weird. No. Why do you say that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe she just learns how to like fight with a knife. Yeah, really I, good. I just I don't <laughs> buy it. I don't buy it. Um, nor nor should you. I, I don't think I'm spoiling anything when I say like, yeah, she's probably gonna get her magic. Yeah, back at I, some point. I'm like it's not a big thing. I have a feels feeling like whatever orc. version that, of the story they're telling with this. I have a feeling whoever this person is is gonna be uh, deeply integral in her. I guess getting her powers back and leveling up at the same time is my thought. My thought. Yeah, I, I she's gonna I be like a that... functioning fire powered. I think yeah. she's going to get her magic back, but it's going to be the magic that everybody's outlawed, and she's going to be a pariah. And I think that's going to cool. come largely from the fact that she gets her magic back from the Deathless Mother, who seems to be a force of pretty pale and apparent evil. I don't uh, know if it's evil. From her? As you don't much know as if I, it's think it's, I think it's more chaos. I think it's more chaos. No, no because chaos is like just how magic works. Exactly. And like, and like this lady is... Like if we take into I wouldn't, account, I wouldn't consider either. Of, I wouldn't consider any of her deception. I would consider the way that she speaks with all three of them as condescending uh, or manipulative. But I also don't think what she's convincing them of doing is necessarily in anybody's bad interests. I don't think oh, it's I do. bad advice. I do, I do. I don't think that Nilfgaard is prepared to work with elves. There's just fucking symbolism and foreshadowing hidden all over the place that nobody. Yeah, I guess, but I but I don't think that that's a bad. I don't think that what she's hoping they work toward is, you know, a force for bad. I think it's a force for chaos. It's like that might be what you need, even though I know you can't handle it. Right. So my, I'm gonna read. Yeah. No. My, my last bit. I'm gonna hard disagree, and that's okay. Yeah. Based on what we've seen from the first season and what magic is. This is the darkest form of magic we've seen. And based on the fact that the magic that Yennefer used is illegal and right. that there's this history of it causing people to do really bad things, this woman being like, I can give it back. 
And we haven't gotten to that episode. Oh, that it's going to be like, if you that do next this episode, for me, she's I'll like, say the back. words and you'll be free and you'll have it all back. That's not, that's, that's, that's temptress talk. That's not yeah, like, I'm the savior. I'm here to help you. It's oh, like, I don't think it's bad either. either. I definitely don't think it. it's positive, but I don't think it's as purely evil. I would say whatever it is is remarkably self-serving yes. for the for the deathless mother. Whether or not we interpret that as evil, you know, is yet to be seen. Yeah, but whatever man. it is is like really going to benefit the deathless mother. I think right. we're yeah, I think we're looking at a real Ursula, <laughs> Little sure. Mermaid type situation sure. here. Wow, I that is exactly here. what I think it is. I, totally I think we're really under. Is like is <laughs> Ursula evil? I don't know. She's very selfish. I don't know if she's evil. Right. 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 Um, she doesn't like Ariel very much, but then again, you know, neither do I, so. Also, do? that scene is so... I don't know. Like, she didn't do anything. She didn't I love that. I'm like, what, is, what does Ariel do? Nothing. She didn't do anything. Didn't well, do that's shit. my problem She gave her. up her Sorry. voice. Anyway, it's fine. I love how fucking ethereal and weird that scene is, and, like, how everything about it is filmed identically until they start, like, questioning what's happening. Like, the way they sit up is yeah. the same, the way they appear yeah, is the same, no, the way they approach is the same, and then when they all reach that point of, like, okay, how do I get what I want, it starts to differ. They refer then, to it early on as a shared omen, and I love how they leaned into that visually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, that adds to my <clears> idea <throat> that it's no good, because they all shared an sure. omen from a creature in the forest that pulled you them know. in and then told them their heart's desire. And, like, just human fiction for the last 700 years. Like, if anybody <laughs> asks you All right, fine, what we your get heart's it. desire no, is, yeah, fucking European folktales would say, thing in woods offers you something, do not take. Fucking leave. Listen, yeah. man, I'm sorry I'm not as committed to traditional story structures as you are, okay? <laughs> Shocker. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, I don't know what vibe I'm getting from this deathless mother. <laughs> That is the most. Like, she has to say. I mean, how many the most, times like, as the bad guy in the show? Jason shows up to a wood, cabin in the woods with no doors and teleports into it as this person whispers to them, saying what know. they want to hear, and Chase is like, "I mean, I gotta hear. Oh, it. Pretty, yeah. like, pretty neutral vibe, I think. <laughs> I'll hear you. Yeah, come on. No, say what you're gonna say. Hey, hey feel uh, like, try anything twice. Try anything twice. You feel try anything twice. So like, you know what I mean? <laughs> fool me once, Jim. Are you fool me twice? That's on me, baby. Okay, you know I'll take it. Uh, all right, sounds like sounds like we want to maybe get to the next uh, epi here. Yeah, sure. uh, season two, episode three. What is lost? Uh, Siri continues to train as a witcher, uh, and uh, Lambert and Cohen, uh, who are not in a good place right now, is really kind of like blame her for the death of Eskel. So they kind of start like really putting her through like the fucking American Ninja Warrior trials. Uh, but they kind you see, they kind of start sliding towards actually wanting to like, get better. Oh, wait, they're she ruled. <laughs> They're actually coming back around it's on it, actually. Really, so yeah. what is that? What exactly is that? Um, that a test for though? Like if you can, uh, agility and awareness, uh, right? Reflexes. It just it seemed like because when she finally gets through to the very end and then get jumps to the last platform and then trips and falls off the side instead of walking down the ladder, right? Yeah. Geralt says like, 
so close. Almost. Uh. And I couldn't help but interpret that moment as being like, you know what? I almost would have let you become a witcher. But since you fell off. My... My read was like, okay, I didn't really support that this was happening, but I'm like, I'm proud that you, you basically did it. Like, you kind of missed the end a little bit, but like, you basically did it. Right. Um, it, anyway, sorry. Um, description continues. Uh, at the, at the same time, uh, Yennefer returns to Eratusa, uh, after being thought long dead after the Battle of Sodden. Great entrance, uh, and they're, Great entrance. Uh, good yeah, yeah and they wrote the fuck out of that line <laughs> it's yennefer yennefer makes an entry yennefer does not enter a space if she cannot do it dramatically yes. uh yeah exactly she 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 knows how to make an entrance and uh and there are some questions uh from stregabor man uh, fuck stregabor sorry man, go ahead Go ahead. All my fuck homies hate Stregobor. Fuck Stregobor. All my homies hate Stregobor. All my homies hate Stregobor. His little no-hated so, ass. Sorry, go on. Yeah, hate his ass. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> anyway, there are some some doubts as to Yennefer's uh, uh, allegiances. So, uh, she is asked to behead Cahir, the Black Knight of Nilfgaard. Uh, and due to some beckoning from our favorite Deathless Mother, uh, she decides... Not to do it. And, uh, again, makes a fabulous exit. She does not enter or exit a space. My grandmother. She do it. <laughs> my grandmother was so fucking confused. I mean, we, I, I would I would hope we all were. But when she does that, my grandma was like, what the fuck is she doing? And yeah, I was like, I, I don't know. <laughs> it's terrible, but I have no oh, idea. Oh, man. I think. Go on. I don't know what I think. I'm trying to figure out what I think. I Yeah, and we're, I we're off like book here, decent, so I cannot help. <laughs> I, had, I had a decent, like, interpretation of it that I thought that I was like, okay, this I could that could make sense. But I just... I think, you I know, think, we can we can talk about the influence of the Deathless Mother and whether or not... And obviously, I think we I think will, it definitely in, impacted her. We but, will be coaxed on, but I think it's really more of an excuse you know it's really like her because i don't i don't i don't think she I wants think to do she, it honestly i think honestly <laughs> she's so sick of that place she's and she's obsessed with yeah. power and for her to be like you know what fuck these people i don't need them i don't need to prove that right. i'm innocent to these but i saved their asses and then they're gonna have the, the last to do time this and then i have to bow down to this guy that just totally assaulted Sucks. me yeah and now um so She's like, fuck you. I'm going to go do what I need to. Yeah. Yennefer, like, she, the last time she was at this place, at least as far as we know, she, like, was trying her hardest to get out of there and, like, transformed her body right. to pursue what she thought was a better be life. And then she immediately, like, you know, that didn't end up working out so great, but she was pursuing what she thought was a better life. And then she uh, comes back. She's the hero of this battle, like that they were absolutely going to lose if she did not intervene with her magics. And then she comes back and everyone's like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, mm, might think that all the, you were actually working for all those guys you killed. And it's like, Fuck you, actually. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna make me kill this guy? You're gonna make me just, like, I'm not an executioner. Right. Not... It's also Fuck wicked. Ma I mean, it's, it also feels a lot like it's not everyone is like, well, where your, where your allegiances lie? It feels a lot more right. like Stregobor being like, damn, Tusea and fucking 
Volgenfritz or whatever the fuck his name. Vilgefortz. Vilgefortz. I wasn't that far off. You were um, close. <laughs> Vilgefortz and Tuseya are making a move for my spot. We already know that the dude who is Frangilla's fucking uncle or whatever is shit at his job. Um, yeah. And Stregobor's like, well, if Yen's back, I can't do anything to stop Tuseya, so I'm going to make a make an example out of her. Basically. He's just making I a stink. He doesn't believe what he's fucking he's selling. He knows. power over her by telling her to do something in front of people to show that he has control over her. I also think Yennefer wasn't far off when she was, you know, uh, saying, like, um, oh, what did she say? Oh, when she's like, they want me to, they want to prove that I can kill somebody? Exactly. Like, yeah, I think no, that's Wicked also don't part do of that. it. Yeah. I think they pointed earlier on to the fact that these guys, like, like from the jump, even before Yennefer shows up, right, and makes her appearance. Yep. There's like, you can stop with the fucking fake Inquisition. Like, cut it out. Yeah. Like, yeah. you don't need to do this, but they are, they're scared and they're playing power hungry, blah, 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 whatever. Who knows? It's a fake fucking choice. If right. she kills him, right, it's like, if it's, she doesn't kill him, well, then she, she's she a traitor. If she like, kills him and then it's like, well, what did that she not? She's a murderer. to him that death, she's like, you, you, there's no purpose for your death, right? There's no reason, there's no use for it right and i think you know and i'm thinking in terms explicitly with magic right where it's she lost her powers but you also show the way that that the the mother the ghost mother shows does that exercise of you kill the flower to make the stone move right i think of her being like no if i'm gonna fucking kill you it's because i need your life force to do some magic shit like i'm not boy, gonna right. killing you boy oh boy the uh kahir the actor that plays kahir his demeanor changed when he's like, so there's purpose now? And then she's like, absolution. And he's like, for me? And she's like, no, for me. The way for his me. face changes <laughs> when he realizes, <laughs> like, oh, she wants me dead. Fuck. Is really good. I really... He was like... Mm, and tried to, like, act like he wasn't scared. It's <laughs> like, homie, yeah. you shaking in your boots. It's fine. It, it was uh, wild. A great performance. Also, Str I think Stregobor definitely wants to use fire magic. Oh, I, just he wants not, so I just think he's not good at it. He's trying because when to he invades her brain, he's like, that's how what did he was it looking feel? For. How that's did you do it? Looking. Like, right. All right, I think he's trying to establish control publicly so that he can then control her privately uh, and try and manipulate her fire magic for himself. And I think that's part of the reason why she's also like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. My big thing, though, uh, I can't remember his name. The the very, very pretty boy. Istrid. Vilgefortz. Wait. Or Istrid. There's I think two very the one boys. that Yennefer had a thing with. In season yeah, Istrid. Istrid, Istrid. 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 There was a moment he comes up to her and says something and warns her of the, the... I didn't understand what was happening in that moment. Can either of you explain that to me, what that moment was? At the, when she's getting ready to leave? Yeah. And he's well, like, no, first no. of all, he's like, I've been lying to the council. I absolutely knew what Nilfgaard was planning, but like, I didn't tell them. As a way to be like, you can trust me. Which, like, bro, pointing out that you're a liar, um, not a great way to get that to come across. Excellent. Um, That's an excellent plan. My guy, after you already sold me out to the same guy before. Yeah. <laughs> and then he tells her that Stregobor's got, like, spies. So if she tries to leave at night, like, they'll see it. Don't. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. He tries to, he tries to like, <clears throat> I still love you, and I'm sorry that I fucked you over, and come, please come, please come back and be with me. And also, I'm a liar to the bad guys, so you could trust me. And also, 
please come back and be with me. And right. also, uh, I know I fucked you over, but you're like way hotter than when we were together. You're so and much just... cuter now, and you're good at magic now. And like, and it's like, come on, babe, take me back. Our babies would be so cute, though. And, she's right. like, and like, whether I don't up. think he like actually gives a shit he's just it's another like dude in this scenario just like selfishly well it was interesting because he frames it his excuse of it was he's like i want to help the elves right another way of being like you're part elf like i'm trying to help the elves like i'm on your side people like you i see you i would have i would have voted for elf obama a third term if i could right literally (laughs) (laughs) i also love when yen is like just trying to get from point a to point b and is accosted by three separate dudes. And when Stregobor shows up, she's like, is this place just full of men stalking its corridors? Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Leave right. me alone. It's so yeah. great. It's really good. Um, and obviously, all my homies hate Stregobor, but the scene where he's, like, showing the fire magic and then he reveals that he has, like, two stump hands, that's pretty, that's pretty, that was cool. I like <laughs> that. That's pretty neat. <laughs> I I hate him, but you know when a guy he has a flair for the dramatic. He understands. Oh, uh, so get it, the flair. <laughs> ah, well, it's interesting. Yeah. It's also Illustrate. Is that his name? Istrid. Istrid then walks in and is like, "You're a fucking liar, dude." Yeah, <laughs> you piece of shit. Oh, uh, that's right. not the story. You're fucking lying. Like, that Barry. I don't like Stregobor. Yeah. I hate him. Nah, we hate Stregobor. This is an anti-fucking Stregobor podcast. <laughs> He's a real musty cunt. Hate fucking. Fucking man, wanna fucking cannot wait for. Who do you think's gonna get him? Do you think it's gonna be Yen? Do you think it's gonna be Taseya? Who do you think's gonna get him? What do you mean get what? Yen, oh, get can't, him? Yen, I mean, like, Yen can't get him. It would be too perfect. Who's gonna? And I'm. It might not even be this season, but who's gonna like levitate him and then smush him into a little ball of blood? Um, <laughs> who's gonna fucking? I'm gonna, who's gonna say... fucking rip him in half. What's her name? Siri. Oh, oh you think it's gonna be Siri? Cirilla. That would be dope. I think it would be Cirilla. I think we're going to eventually get the three together, obviously. Right? No, we have to. We have to. And I think at some point... Because they're a family. They're a family. And I think that she can't take him on because that's not that wouldn't be right. And I think Cirilla, with her newfound prowess and um, yeah. abilities uh, as a way of protecting someone who probably protected her cool. at some point prior to this moment I'm predicting. Yeah. He's gonna kill him. Because you know Geralt be has beef. Fuck. Geralt because has then beef that would also Stregobor. mean that she would be entering back into a position of power since she's a princess. Yeah. That'd I be. think that would be cool. That'd be cool. That'd be interesting. Yeah. But yeah, everybody got beef, you know? Geralt got beef. Uh Yen got beef. Josea got beef. Are y'all excited think... for the um the inevitable love triangle that's going to exist between Triss, Yen and Geralt? Because like I don't Geralt's not gonna Tris. ask I don't think they're gonna do it. Which oh. one's Triss? And here's the one that just Tris is Caramorn at the end of episode three. She she they take the bath. Uh she's one of the girls at the bath. There's like Sabrina who's the blonde. Yes. And Triss is like the redhead who got and very him. scarred yeah. in and she, the, the one that the didn't Battle go of in. Sodden Hill. Right. The one who didn't go in because she's like very burned and I I don't know how much they're going to get into this. There's this a love triangle where, in the games or something? Well, okay. Well, Triss might be allergic to magic, which is why she can't, like, take, like, healing potions and shit. But, um, there, the love triangle between Triss, Yennefer, and Geralt exists only in the video games. That is not, 
I think yeah, like Geralt and Triss like yeah, but I also like, think that they did the majority of, of what they did in episode two and three. I you know speaking from someone that's played the game for like five minutes, I feel like the, a bunch of those episodes was done explicitly because of the games, like the way that they even the character design is like oh yeah. they're doing the game. They're right. They changed it because as far as I remember, like Triss's red one Triss in the books is not like a phenomenally huge character. She's like there, but like she's not mid tier in in the books right sure. and so um uh Geralt and and Yennefer have this great love story that extends throughout I don't think that's spoiling anything and then so what happens is that between the books and the games Geralt loses all of his memories uh it sucks actually it's really boring um and in the first game Triss is the primary love interest and neither Triss nor Dandelion, I'm sorry, Yaskier, uh, he goes by both names depending on the translation, neither Triss nor Yaskier nor any of Geralt's many friends mention in Witcher 1 or 2, hey, do you remember Yennefer and Ciri, the two most important people in your life? Like, it's the most fucked up thing that any of his friends do in those games, <laughs> is that, like, Geralt lost his memories in the middle of a great love, and then no one goes like, hey, do you want to know what Yennefer's up to? Do you remember this person that you're, like, intimately involved with? And Triss, like, in the games is, like, really fucked up. She, like, really takes advantage of Geralt. She, like, uh, in, in, like, He's like oh, he sexually. Uh, uh -huh. So yeah. she, like, completely plays that. It's, like, it's, it's fucked up. It's weird. Uh, so, like, that, that Geralt and Triss thing is entirely game-based, basically. Like, there's maybe an implication that, like, they fucked, but it's not... They they were not, like, a serious... The triangle thing is a video game creation. Oh, so, like, when you're adapting these books that don't have that material in them... How much it's are weird you to try adapting? and service, exactly, yeah. because... I you, wouldn't be surprised if they were adapting. Do that I for think, game honestly, fans. I think they knew damn well that it was a video game going in. And I think that they are going to try and use that as a source of adaptation as well. I don't think they're going to be true to either, honestly. Yeah, they're Based obviously like the industry, aware of like, I have no reason right. to believe these things, except this is just my take as me, right? I'm like, sure. I think it makes a lot of sense if they were to add adaptation elements from the video games. I mean, like, literally the first time we see... Uh, Geralt by himself at what's the place called? Kermorin. Like he's on those pillar things. Mm -hmm. That's the opening shot of of Cirilla in the video games. Uh, like it's yeah, a direct pull. Right. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> got it. Right. So I mean, and I don't think that that's a bad idea. I think it's them being like, we've got all this source material and we can take what we want from what we what we have and leave what we don't want. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. And we can take visual cues from this visual medium that already exists, um, but we don't Whoa. need to follow it. <laughs> yeah, and for all I know, they're going to completely lean into the Geralt and Triss thing. Like, I, I don't know Who anything knows? more than, than y'all do. Who knows? Who knows? Um, as long, you know, sometimes with a love triangle, I get a little very annoyed, but maybe this one <laughs> might be good. Sometimes I get a little fucking sick to my stomach. Extremely annoyed. Uh, but yeah, also sometimes... But sometimes it's good. So, who knows? That's very who bad. Who knows? Though. You know, I just... I, enough. <laughs> I get fucking it. Fucking quit it. Choose, okay? These are people's feelings. I need you to make a call here. <laughs> um, 
Anyway, sorry. Just also, I, have out. A, I feel it like wild that there's a chance in hell that she doesn't mention that Yen's back. But like, how it's... long will it go until right. Geralt brings it up and she's like, oh no, she showed up again. Nah, she's there. And listen, a lot has happened. Yeah, and also, but, is uh, Geralt gonna then, like, immediately leave Kaer Morin? I would. To go find her? And then he's gonna, I would. And then he's gonna go for, try to look for her and then she's missing again. Oh, great. Oh, great. But, and then they end up back at Sintra with fucking uh, Siri. Yeah, that's definitely where this is going, right? You think so? Geralt's going to leave in the winter because mm-hmm. Triss is going to let loose that Yen's still alive. And yeah. he's going to hear through the grapevine while they're looking that they're on their way to Sintra to meet with the fucking Nilfgaardians. And they're going to have to go back to the place that Siri wants to go back but shouldn't be there. And that's going to cause a fucking hizzy. And then they're gonna, and then in, in pure cliffhanger, there's gonna be seven seasons of this fashion. They're gonna get to Sintra right when fucking Yen leaves. Yeah, exactly. I was just thinking about that. I'm like, oh no, they're gonna, he's gonna go looking for her, and she's gonna come looking for him, and yeah. it's all oh, yeah, 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 perfect, perfect, uh, perfect uh, way to sum that up, 100. <laughs> percent I, I can feel it in my bones. That might, that can, might very well happen. Can someone <laughs> remind me just? Okay, this is yes. like in the reality of this world. Uh, the, what's the place? Nilfgaard. Hmm? Uh-huh. Nilfgaard is the one that just fell. That's no. Cirilla's from. No, that's Sintra. Sintra. Which one's Nilfgaard? Sin- Nilfgaard the southern, is. The they they destroyed Sintra. <laughs> so <laughs> Nilfgaard. Just, why did Nilfgaard destroy Sintra? Because, because they the wanted the to. <laughs> because what? Sintra's like the gem. It, it's described in the beginning of episode four. As Sintra is described as the gem of the north. Uh-huh. Like yeah. it's the place to have. Nilfgaard, uh, they and conquer stuff. That's their whole thing. And, and they no, used to uh, be, what's they, her they name? Used to be, they used to be a shitty backwater, and then Frangilla showed up, and it seems like their king has absorbed some kind of prophecy, and they've built a bunch of momentum, and like. It's mentioned in the first season a couple times when Calanthe's like the king of Nilfgaard. Is that the, the the big guy at the end of episode three? The king of Nilfgaard. There's like they're standing right before Yennefer runs seen. away. There's we haven't seen them yet. Okay, no, we have not so seen we have the big guy. Onto the in the personal motivations of Nilfgaard yet. Also, Jace, the king of Nilfgaard wasn't at the execution of a Nilfgaardian soldier. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, You're right. That You're was right. You're that right. was uh, <laughs> King Foltest, who we met in yes. the first season, whose daughter was the crazy monster. If you and remember. he's just another one of these. He's a king. He rules. So this... I want to say Redania. So there's a bunch no, of kings. Red- in Redania is the the red haired guy. Mm. They were really nice to us and made Redania red. <laughs> oh, that's nice. That was yeah. very kind of them. Yeah, very actually. kind of them. Uh, oh, I can't remember what Fulta. Anyway, but, so yeah, okay, so, so, so Nilfgaard is trying to take to the... over a bunch of other kingdoms. Yeah, they're trying south. to take over a bunch of kingdoms, and they have decided that a great way to do that is to ally with the elves, who are these disenfranchised people on this continent. But this only happened when, because we didn't didn't we watch this? Hold on, because we, there's the three of them. Okay. There's the 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 witch and the elf. Angela, Francesca, and and the yeah, for with. And okay. when they met each other, that wasn't when they started working together. They were already working together before they met. No, that just happened. The, the deal with the elves just happened. But and it, yeah, but it happened with the two of them. 
Right. Fring- that, yeah, yeah, Fringilla and Francesca at that camp were like, mm, this is a good idea, actually. This is a good, this is a good pitch. And Francesca like, had enough Fringilla. power to make it actually happen, and Fringilla, how did Fringilla communicate it with the Nilfgaardian portion? She, 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 uh, not yet. That is her, she is taking the elves back to Nilfgaard. Oh, now. and that's why all the mm-hmm. people back at, um, where was that meeting happening where Yennefer showed up and she was like, I'm not dead. And that was at Eratusa, which is the witch school that we saw in the first season. And those are all the those are all the witches from all of the kingdoms that are potentially under siege yeah, by Nilfgaard. There's the council, the the or the yeah. There's the council, gotcha. which so is that circle privy of people. to the deal mm-hmm. that she just made that Fringilla just made with Francesca. But yeah. as they're going, so they're trying to get ahead of it before it gets back to okay. Now yeah. I understand what's happening. They're Thank like, you, this that. is this is a big deal. Actually, yeah, this could this fuck everything up yeah. if the if all of the remaining elves ally with Nilfgaard, who suck, and <laughs> <laughs> and we don't want that. And then we do not want them like to ally new, with the guy who sucks. The thing is, I'm rooting for the elves, but not for Nilfgaard. No, not for Nilfgaard. The elves, you know, they've had a bad shake. You know, really, it's it's a tough go, and I uh, hey, cannot look, fucking land back. You know what I mean, like. it's a smart play as a kingdom to be like oh if we cater to the disenfranchised people they will fight for us and that's a lot of people it's a democratic party sorry go on right (laughs) well oh it's dune um, yeah oh shit it is dune oh (laughs) Oh, no it dune (laughs) they're doing a dune Dune. Um, they do dune yeah no that is yeah anyway yeah Yeah, Nilfgaard's also this like shit I just almost said shithole country. <laughs> well, they were well. though. Like if you remember in season one, Calanthe's yeah. like fucking Milfgaard's gonna come knock us over. What the fuck ever? And then they Please. show up and they're like, oh god, they grew up. They hit puberty. Uh, they yep. did not peak right. in high school. Um, huh. So it's yeah, yeah it's Milf- interesting. And they're on Milf- some like pissed, actually. They're on some like divine, not not divine. Um, what was the thing that made white people think they could take all of America? Uh, manifest Destiny. They're on some Manifest Destiny bullshit because the white flame is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's gross. It's awful. Yeah, that's not yeah. good. We don't want that. Um, Thank you for knowing they, exactly what I was talking about. No, for no, sure. That was perfect. Uh, that's exactly what uh, that was. That is that is one way in which uh, the American school system did not fail me. but um, Surprisingly. Well, there's, they, they there's told also, you their version of Manifest Destiny. There's some more going on with Nilfgaard. And I don't... That we're not privy like, to as watcher, you are as reader. There is an gotcha. unwritten so far motivation that, Jace, if you play even a little further into Witcher 3, you will run into. Because you will run gonna, into this. This is because the games happen after the series. Happen after the series, so Geralt and the game is privy to some information that you don't have, and you will be... I don't want to say anything more, but I'll you'll like, see it. Oh, interesting. Oh, what's going on there? Uh, so that's so. There's there's another. There's a third thing. There's another thing lying right. under there that is and an, an unseen, <laughs> an unseen motivation as of as of right now. But uh, I don't know. Let's talk about monsters, eh? You like monsters? I love monsters. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it's so it's tough. They're trying to figure out what's going on with these monsters because there seem to be these monsters that are in ways mutated in ways that are they're doing things that they should not be able to do a a lesson should not be able to possess a person and turn yeah. them into a lesson themselves that should not be that should not be possible which i guess we could infer this is somewhat related to the anime film the events I of, could not of the imagine Wolf. it not being 
I right? literally like so I watched it just before specific. and I was like, oh, this is Yeah. There's there's somebody somewhere making monsters different. Which means there's probably somebody somewhere making witchers different. Mm. What if Nilfgaard's making monsters bad? Here's the thing. What if Nilfgaard has their own forms of witchers? They have a monster factory. Here's the reason why I say this. That Leshy was looking for fucking Cirilla. It was. It was. Yeah. The roots had grown into her room and had taken her Her, fucking robes. Her dress that had the the crest on it. And it took her robes and didn't stay there, which makes me believe it took her robes and was going to go back to somebody and be like, she's here. This monster got a job. <laughs> this monster this is a monster with a J-O-B. Yeah. Oh, my God. So That's... somebody somebody is after Cirilla, which she knows. Uh, they're talking about the Wild Hunt, which now I know we're not going to get for six more seasons of this show because it's after the books that the Wild Hunt shows up because that happens That's in the games. That's not true. That's oh, does it happen twice and more than once? It happens. Before? Yeah, it happens. I don't in know the books. what the wait. They mentioned the wild hunt. I don't know what that is. They keep talking uh, about seeing see the soon. riders in the in the sky in the sunset. The wild hunt yeah. is like a Eastern European myth of these demon kings from a place called Moorhog. These demon riders, they ride. They come these, and like uh, call the land and take children and shit. And crops. They ride these battle. winter steeds. They are like a prophecy of battle. Like to see them, doom is approaching. Um, they're fucked up guys, and I can't. It's going to be very fun to see it's them. The but they are also prophecy of the they, <laughs> yeah, Europe. exactly, exactly. <laughs> they are also book guys. Uh, but the okay. the games were like, I don't know. These guys are cool. We're going to do that again. These guys are cool. We're going to do that again. Uh, <laughs> we no, I know you already did it. We're going to do it again. We're going to do it again. It was pretty sick. Again, when you did it the first I like actually. The first, do it again. In the same way that the first game just does the Striga fight again. Like, there's, like, a sequel, like, a rematch between Geralt and the princess who turns into a monster. Yeah, uh, sure. It's weird, and uh, it doesn't make sense, uh, but it's fun. It yeah. was fun to do. I dig it, uh, so... I it was I had a good time. What do you want from me? But, uh, <laughs> so, so the... Anyway, so, yeah, the Wild Hunt, that's gonna be cool. Uh, we're, we're at that point. They're, they're, I would... I'm not gonna. I would be surprised if we did not see them in the flesh before the end of this season. I will say, I would okay. be surprised if not even just like at the very last shot of the season or whatever. I'd be pretty surprised if they did not. They did okay. not make an appearance. Okay. Um. So uh, look out for that. They're gonna be cool. They're sick. They rule. Actually, they're sick as hell. I and, hope they're designed uh, well because they're designed real well in Witcher Three. They're really cool. I mean, that's basically it. I've. I saw a photo. I saw a photo on the internet. They're. They look cool. Oh, good. Um, All right. Don't worry about it. <laughs> they look cool. It'll be okay, he he says. Don't worry. I assure you, it's going to be fucking sick. It's going to fucking rule. Nice. Uh, but that's that's going to be good. And uh, I have mixed feelings about the big scorpion creature killing the Leshy before we even get, yeah. like, the re... That felt... Yeah. It kind of had a Phantom Menace, there's always a bigger fish kind of feel to it. It super did. It was like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Oh, man, so we're going to, like, fight that. But then, oh, even bigger monsters showing up and doing it. So there is sort of a consortium of monsters. I mean, unless, and I don't know anything here, because this is, again, all made up for this show. What if, like, the scorpion was like, you fucked up, Leshy. <laughs> it, like, killed, it killed it for its insubordination. You know, it didn't <laughs> just kill it for, like, fun. It was on a mission. Again, this monster got a job. Yeah, sure. You were supposed to be back, and you're not, so, um... You, fucking, you fucked up, actually. You, you messed up big time, buddy. 
Uh, so here's the thing, though. There's a, and I'm trying to find it right now. There's a photo, like the photo that leads the, the show on Netflix is like, mm-hmm. Geralt and Siri and the Leshy in the background, and I don't. It didn't look the same. The setting, but that also might be because it'd be a poster, and that that's a thing. Um, so I'm looking right now because if there's a chance that the poster accidentally teases that like that's not the only one they fight, then dope. So I'm gonna go do a thing on the internet that takes a while and is not good audio. Bye. Bye. <laughs> uh, I am always afraid to like look things up when it comes to like understanding on this show because I do not want to be like massively spoiled. You know what I mean? It's very difficult, especially when like other people have seen the whole season and we are kind of doing it in little chunks. Right. It's yeah. well, I'm think, always well, worried I'm gonna get like massively spoiled. We can always sure. also just like after we're done everything. Yeah, go we'll, back. we'll like, oh yeah, right, right, right. We'll figure it out. It'll make sense. It was made for binge watching, and we're not doing that. I suppose so. I think they've done a good job of, like... I mean, it was very hard to not, yeah. like, watch the next episode after, like, again, Yennefer is, like, riding <laughs> off on her steed, you know? Like, right, it's very yeah. difficult to not just keep going. But it kind of does, like, a good balance where it's like, oh, I can kind of do one of these, and, like, that was a tasty meal, and I'll come back next time. I'm excited for next week, you know? Yeah, sure. I think, yeah, I think they're doing a great all job out. of it, but I think also just like anytime you go, hey, there's eight episodes, it's all out of once. Like, okay, yeah, I'm sure most people did it, it in one weekend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking go hard, my dude. Have what fun. else were they doing in the yeah, weekend of December 17th? Well, I had to quarantine for COVID anyway, so. So fuck it. So there, right. <laughs> Staying in. There we go. Yeah. So anyway, these are fun, wild, uh, interesting little, little episodes. Yeah, um, I enjoyed them. They're moving in ways that I uh, would not have anticipated, but that's not a bad thing. I like, as someone that has read and played so much of this, that the show can keep me guessing still on yeah. top of that. I appreciate I that. I hope so. I prefer yeah. when shows of a property that's not inherently a TV show are their own thing. Like, there was a yeah. recent confirmation that the Halo show is, like, not particularly canon. And also, like, not particularly Great. concerned with canon. And I was like, fucking Good. cool. They don't have a That's bunch the... of expectations. They can go have fun with it. And That's I get to right watch call. it and not be like, why does this matter? I get to just watch it and enjoy it. And, like, that rules. Right. So the fact that yeah. the show is doing what um, The Walking Dead did, I guess, in moving past and but taking things from the original right. material, dope. I feel like yeah, they'll the be better off than changed um, so so much so fucking much the material that it was adapting. I mean, it's uh, like it's really wild. Um, for listeners who don't I, know, Shane dies in like the twentieth page of the first book of The Walking Dead, right, and it takes him like, two and a half seasons to die in the show. And honestly, they should have killed Rick instead because Shane was like a much more interesting guy. <laughs> honestly, because all of Shane's because motivations of in the show are all, yeah. Yeah, John Bernthal, 100%. But all of Shane's motivations in the show are Rick's motivations in the book. Like, Rick's the one that's like, let's teach them all how to shoot. Let's kill all the zombies in the barn. Let's fucking militarize. And, like, Rick in the show's like, no, you gotta be cool, Coral. And I hate it. Um, Coral! I have uh, exceptionally (laughs) mixed feelings about the show and the comic and the game to a certain extent. Sure. Uh, But they made some... Uh, the, the the Telltale one, I imagine. The Telltale one, yeah. which like I love the first two seasons of, and then the third one, I was like, Gah. I didn't play the uh, third season, the Four Hundred Days, or the Michonne expansions. 
400 Days was good. Michonne and I didn't play because I was like, I don't really care about the comic this is based on, so this means nothing to me, right? Sure. Like, yeah, I, was, sure, sure. I was like, I don't care. Uh, and I want to get around to that fourth season one day just to, like, put a bow on it. But I haven't done yeah. it. Whoops. Whoops. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, it was it was fun. But I, adaptation is a tricky business, and yeah. you see... You know, you see faithful adaptations that are great. You see faithful adaptations that suck. You see yeah. uh, loose adaptations that are great. You see loose adaptations that suck. And mm-hmm. honestly, at this point in my life, like, watching just a video version of a book I read is not a particularly interesting prospect to me because I already read that book. Right. But, yeah, like, true. taking it in interesting directions and interpreting the text is is something that is interesting to me. That sure. is... Uh, uh, fascinating and evolving. And we see great works of adaptation all the time. Like, Tony Stark and Captain America of those movies bear little resemblance to their comic counterpart, and they are all the better for it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they, yeah. they, they made the right call in, in the ways that they, they changed and adapted that material. Yeah, um, 100%. It was the right call. The way they adapted the Mandarin was the right call. <laughs> like, making him Ben Kingsley, a crazy little guy. Great idea, good choice. Um, it will will uh, 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 keep going. I, I Shang Chi did some Mandarin stuff too, didn't it? Uh, not really. Yeah. I mean, yes and no. Oh, yeah. they handled I it. Well. it. They kind of, they just I don't know. It they corrected. Like a, they corrected it. Yeah, they did. Uh, there was nothing the to correct. Man- it was perfect. <laughs> well, the actual Mandarin was like they named the actual Mandarin. Sorry, the owner of the Ten Rings was like, they took my ten rings and then named their villain after a chicken dish. Like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? That was, that, that's how Shang-Chi dealt with it. They were like, all of, all of, all of America was afraid of an orange. And it's like, right. this, I mean, this that kind is, of fucking rules. <laughs> that is one of the tricky fucking things about adapting the character of the Mandarin is that he is racist in every conceivable right. yeah. way. Right. It's completely fucked. It's not like this is some beloved character. People people who got fake mad at Iron Man 3 for changing that character, you don't lie to me. Don't lie to me Nobody like you cared also, about the Mandarin. Also, don't also lie to fucking me. Ben Kingsley's terrorist was incredible. He was so good. And then Ben Kingsley as Trevor. Yeah. And then Ben Kingsley as Trevor Slattery also rules. I'm an actor. That guy's funny too. I fucking love it. So it's fine. Trevor Slattery. (laughs) I'm an actor. I want to watch Iron Man 3 right now. It's so good, dude. It's so good. I want to watch it this second. All right. End of podcast. Bye. And uh, perfect. Uh, great. So any any concluding thoughts about these two here episodes? Mostly I'm just excited to watch more episodes. I want that. to see what is happening. Uh, the people demand Yaskier. Uh, why are the people being deprived of Yaskier? I demand. I want to see him. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure I, would, I will put money down that he is in the next episode. I will place a bet on the table yeah. that they were like, waiting just long enough and then it's going to be like hey there he is yeah sure sure yeah, maybe. maybe they had to find the right entrance for him you know you got we have this today. uh process in the sawyer household that's called the may method um my wife's nickname in high school and middle school was may may and for some reason that stuck with me and i call her may no one else calls her that not even her family but i do we call it the may method because when we're watching a show what we do is when an episode ends we will watch the next episode until the title card pops in, mm. right? Um, most of the time, I think that started with Blacklist, because Blacklist will give you a little tease. It's like Law & Order. 
you see the thing and then it's like dum dum dun, 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 and you're like all right cool we would do that with blacklist we would do that with blacklist like we'd watch two or three episodes and then we watch the tease and then the credits would play and it would tell us who it is and we'd be like cool and when we came back we'd resume from there so i'm 10 minutes here's the thing witcher waits 10 fucking minutes for those so like i did we do this for episode four and we're like did we did we miss it was it at the beginning but netflix skipped it because it was like y'all don't want to see this right uh, and then, like, at nine minutes and 45 seconds, a full f- fucking fifth of the episode, it's like, this is the, the this is the show you're watching. Title card. Cool. <laughs> um, but, yeah, episode four rules, because I've seen ten minutes of it. And the first oh, ten me. minutes are like, huh. So y'all, y'all will enjoy it. I'm you so got okay. to the point where it's like, uh, 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 uh. I yeah, miss the, the, fucking... the old one. The, old the one. new one's fine. Though I miss because they've changed the way they do the title cards on every episode. Yeah, like the used to kind of like fade in, and the music was a little more bombastic. And it was like, and they don't. They're not doing that anymore. But I'll get used to it. I'll yeah. forget about the old one. I like the way enough. that they change the icon every episode. Like that the is the first still episode cool. was a Bruxa. The second one was the wolf in the snow. The third right. one was the something. They did that last time too. Yeah, I like I like that about it. It's cool. I like that when they were it. announcing like episode titles at like WitcherCon, they were also putting up the like medallions alongside them, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> I hadn't realized that all the Witchers had different wolves. Like they were all wolves, but it was all like a different interpretation of the wolf. It's like basically different wolf. It's based on the school, right? Because the wolves, the that's just the school in the north. This is the Witcher school of the of the wolf. There is also like the bear. There is the cat. Whoa! I did not know a few. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's different. There's Did different, they talk the about this on the, on the show yet, or is this just in the not game yet? Not right. yet. And like, I know it is in the game, but it's not like we really we don't really like get to see them much. It's yeah. just like things that we know. Mm-hmm. Um, in The Witcher Three, you can like track down different armors for each of the schools. Like, you can find all the pieces of armor and and oh, put cool. together like a, a. It's I don't know. It's interesting, but it's not. It's mostly just like flavor. It doesn't really like yeah. come back to to the substance to the meat. Uh, but that's fine. That's fantasy, you know? Yeah. You just know a bunch of extraneous bullshit. Right. <laughs> I know Literally. so much about this world now. <laughs> My brain is just full of it. <laughs> um, so, so fuck me, I guess. And remembering things I need to know. <laughs> because that's <laughs> done. I now need to know a lot about the Sepkowski Sipka- Witcher series is what I need to know. Um, yeah, yeah, these are fun. Excited to watch the next one. Hey, hey, hey. and psyched. Every uh, time I finish an episode of this show, I go, I can't wait for the next Show me the next one. And we had to wait like two full years <laughs> between seasons. It was rough. It was fucking rough. Uh, and we, but we made, we got by, you know, we, the America banded together and we, we got through that famine together and, uh, and we're, we're making it work one day at a time. Uh, as far as plugs, pluggable pluggables go, all the usual things from me, I'll soon be publishing my uh, favorite uh, TV shows of the year list, uh, which is going to be like 15 shows, and my f- uh, favorite movies of the year list, which is going to be like 40 <laughs> movies. <laughs> uh, but I want to write a little bit, like a paragraph about each of them. So it's going to take me a little bit because I liked a lot of movies that came out this year. Uh, and why res- why restrict it to 10? No one's paying me to do that. I will do what I please. <laughs> and um, and so that's, that's exciting. So those will be coming out. And then uh, coming up here soon... 
uh, a special uh, emergency Matrix Resurrections uh, podcast. I don't yet know exactly <laughs> when that will drop or exactly if it will be behind a paywall or in what fashion. Uh, but I just have too much to say about it right now. And I can't I can't wait until we cover it on this show. Gotta let off I have some thoughts. Steam. Yeah, gotta blow it off. And then when we inevitably do an episode about it on this pod, I'll have like some distance. I'll have more, you know, less immediate thoughts, more like refined <laughs> thoughts. Ooh. Ah, yes, as I sift my brandy and I um, <laughs> I will probably uh, be participating in both conversations as well because uh, I love the Matrix and I am trans. <laughs> Which, yeah, so so you inherently love the Matrix. <laughs> That's how that works. I don't know if you knew that. No, it's but if you're like trans, that. you like them. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, let's talk about how this new film underlines that like queerness is not any one thing. It's an aesthetic. It's a feeling. It's it's not painting the sky full of rainbows. It's you know. Anyway, well, there's much to discuss about this new film. Who, buddy? Thoughts, uh, thoughts have been made and yeah. Held. Uh, recasting several prominent characters by famously gay Broadway actors. It was a choice, and the choice is important. Uh, anyway, okay, sorry, I'll stop. I'll stop. And, um, yeah. Please stop. Uh, any, any, any plugs uh, from the two of you? Uh, the Game of the Year stuff from the, the Nerdy Bits crew starting. We recorded an episode last week that's going to go up tomorrow. That's going to be us talking about stuff. And then we all wanted to finish Halo before we made our final decision. Because we had a feeling nice. it might impact a few of us. Spoiler alert, it definitely impacted me. Um, but yeah. um, and then we'll do another one this week that will come out Friday. So Tuesday. Oh, shit. Nice. If you're listening to this, one's already come out and the other one comes out today. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Um, those. Oops. Check those out. Um, also, sometime early next year, which is only next week, uh, I'll have uh, 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 a game dev named Fauzi Mesmer. Uh, on the podcast he's the third member of the habibis podcast that i've kind of been like edging my way into uh rami ismail and osama dorius uh have already done episodes Fauzi's gonna be on in a couple of weeks uh, we're gonna talk about fighting games and food so far i think that's the plan uh he's the vice president of editorial at ubisoft so that's fucking wild um so stay tuned for that those are my three my three things hell yeah sorry hell yeah. <laughs> um i don't have anything to plug i do know that caleb recently made ramen from scratch and i'm deeply impressed by that and i wanted to that's my plug is that caleb <laughs> that's so fucking cool that you did that <laughs> homies 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 it took 18 hours no way. to do um I, I was i've always respected uh ramen but like mm -hmm. now i have a whole different level of respect yeah, i started it at six o'clock on um friday night and i went to bed at 4 45 in the morning and woke up at 9 30 and finished it until about one. Wow. Uh, yeah. The broth was on from six to one the next day. Um, it was delicious. Yeah, I few bet. Things I can, few things that I can tune. It was a little too salty. So I got to, like, change mm. the way I made the katsuboshi salt and, like, some of the other stuff. Um, but it ruled. And then this morning, for my grandma, who's staying at my house for a few days, uh, I made breakfast yakisoba with noodles. And I made, like, some shoyu tare for the noodles. And then I warmed up the pork belly and fried some eggs and threw some green onions. It was magical. And some yeah, furikake. Yeah. furikake what a flex. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, it feels, I, I feel like I've unlocked some. That's I'm like, exciting. I'm going to start doing I, shit now. Caleb, I want you to know I want to be an active part in your ramen journey. So, like, please, <laughs> please keep me updated. I'm being very serious. I, I, I will absolutely keep y'all posted. I am obsessed with ramen. I love, I, I love it when people I know make ramen. 
oh the the like fat covered lips feeling after a good mm-hmm. bowl of ramen was mm-hmm. so sweet when it was something i made mm-hmm. like walking away and talking and being like um what is oh <laughs> it's mm, it was fantastic <laughs> Sorry, obviously I do. I should do a podcast about food. Why don't I already? I would. Yes, I love food podcasts. I love food. I think I've eaten on almost every other episode of this fucking. Podcast. <laughs> that's essentially correct. Yeah, it's, that's basically. It's a it's eating. a not small number. No, it's a not small number. Yeah, I love food. That's my plug. I love food. I love Caleb. I love Kevin. Oh, food rules. Food rules. Food is a very significant theme in basically everything that I write. Yeah, we all love food. Uh, so we'll be back next week with the next two eppies of yeah the witcher season two it's gonna be over before we know it mm-hmm. you know it's really? gonna i i'm almost i'm very glad we're actually i have a structure to piece this out so that like it lasts a little bit longer right um this can be get done to see, yeah exactly and we get to see here like chew it a little bit we get to like mm, yes let me ruminate on mm, yes mm. themes <laughs> uh, yes <laughs> Uh, so that'll be that'll be great. Uh, but until next time, toss a coin to your witcher. Mm-hmm. I need that song. I need the song. And, and also, still? and also with you. And also with you. And also that's with you. a true. That's a, still a bop. Still just an absolute. Still an absolute. What the toss a coin to your witcher song? Absolutely. Yeah, it's loud. Oh, fun fact: the the chorus rules. The second verse on sucks lyrically wow. lyrically not mm. great but the chorus about, is a banger he came after me with masterful deceit is that what you're talking about <laughs> strong up my loot and he kicked in my teeth <laughs> <laughs> yeah that. i don't know don't know what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> that's only a great lyric to that's me a good, it's a good patter song i don't know Shouting, live while you're alive, no one will survive. Life is so.